Good Tuesday. Today is March the 5th, and you're listening to My Farm. Well, some areas of the state will apply anhydrous ammonia in the spring. Other parts of the country, it's quite common as we get out into the I states. Recently, a warning has been issued regarding a certain manufacturer of some nurse tanks and some risks of a catastrophic failure on the structure. We'll be back with the details of that and more after this message from our sponsor. Sponsored by Seed Consultants. Simply the best value in the seed industry. Learn more at seedconsultants.com. Taking a look at your agricultural headlines, a safety advisory was issued by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration and the Pipeline and Hazardous Materials Safety Administration about the possibility of catastrophic failure of certain hazardous materials containers known as nurse tanks. Now, the advisory focused on nurse tanks manufactured from January 1st of 2007 through December 31st of 2011 by American Welding and Tank at its plant in Fremont, Ohio, according to a press release. Nurse tanks manufactured at that plant from 2009 to 2010 were the subject of a prior investigation and enforcement actions in response to improper manufacturing procedures. Now, on August 23rd of 2023, a 2009 nurse tank containing anhydrous ammonia experienced a catastrophic failure in a farm co-op lot, resulting in the release of all its contents. The failure caused the tank shell to rocket over 300 feet from its original location. While no injuries were reported, this event is an indicator of potential continuing problems with these nurse tanks that have now been in service for over a decade. As a result of this incident, the owner of the nurse tank involved contract with a third-party testing company to examine these tanks, which were manufactured between 2008 and 2012. And radiographic testing showed that seven of eight nurse tanks tested had extreme stress corrosion, cracking, porosity, and inclusion or void in the welds where the heads and shells of the nurse tanks were joined, only the 2012 tank passed. Now, the nurse tank owner submitted these tests to engineering estimates who were involved in previous research with these American welding tank nurse tanks. Based on the test results and the review by the experts, the owner voluntarily placed the nurse tanks out of service. The parent company of the farm co-op subsequently contracted similar radiographic testing on 142 of the American welding tank nurse tanks manufactured between 2007 and 2012, and 100 of those failed the test. All the 2012 tanks passed, however. According to the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, nevertheless, strong recommendations are being put out for owners of these American welding tank nurse tanks manufactured between January 1 of 2007 and December 31 of 2011 that are exempted from periodic inspection and testing requirements conduct voluntary periodic visual inspections. Those dates reflect the years of manufacture of the tanks that failed the testing. Now, for owners affected by American welding tank nurse tanks unable to conduct voluntary pressure testing, the organizations recommend either radiographic or ultrasonic testing be conducted. And while the period of voluntary inspection and testing is at the discretion of the nurse tank owners, the organizations recommend conducting the inspection and testing at least once every five years, consistent with federal regulations. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after this message from our sponsor. Williamson Crop Insurance, home of Decision Max. Decision Max allows you a simple solution to analyze your operation and make informed marketing and crop insurance decisions to mitigate your risks. 
Manage your whole operation in one place with the ability to blend counties, marketing, and insurance coverage to give a complete overview of your operation. Williamson Crop Insurance, protecting the eastern Corn Belt since 1980. Learn more at CropCoverage.com. Thanks, Joe. Well, conservation engineers are helping thousands of farmers and ranchers to do vital environmental work. USDA's Gary Crawford tells us more. I know it seems incredible, but a few days ago, somehow or other, a few of us did not pick up on the fact that from February 18th through the 24th, it was National Engineers Week. So what exactly is an engineer in the first place? It's anyone who basically uses ingenuity to solve problems. Uh, uh, Ingenuity, uh, engineer, get it? I heard what you did there, Kevin. (laughs) All right. Uh, let me let me try to do that one again, okay? No, no, no. That was clever. And, and don't worry. We're going to introduce you formally in just a minute. So engineers come in all types and sizes, from the traditional railroad engineer to flight engineer to those who build dams and roads and such. Now, let's meet Kevin Farmer. He directs conservation engineering for the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Natural Resources Conservation Service. Our engineers are conservation-type engineers those who solve problems to help protect uh, natural resources throughout the, the environment. To that end, many of these engineers often work directly with farmers, ranchers, and others. You know, helping folks do their thing with the land is awesome. Awesome. New voice there, Andy Dykert, award-winning USDA state conservation engineer in West Virginia, a state with a lot of livestock, and so in that case... We help the farmers with uh, waste storage structures to handle their manure, and uh, they can store that in structures until it's beneficial for them to spread it on their fields. We also help improve their water for their livestock. We may develop springs or help them build farm ponds with pipelines to watering facilities. Many engineers also build and maintain flood control dams and things like that. Now, that's just a sample of the work conservation engineers do every day. In fact, sometimes there's more work than there are engineers to do it. The government is making record amounts of money available for farm conservation projects, and Kevin Farmer says the USDA is needing to find more conservation engineers to help producers with those projects. And we're doing everything we can to continue to recruit more talented Uh, young students uh, from the universities and also to recruit other talented professionals in some of the higher graded positions that are not entry level. So we need engineers all across the board to help address the many resource concerns that we have today. Including concerns about the health of soils on farms and the quality of water supplies everywhere. This is Gary Crawford reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Thanks, Gary. That's what's making agricultural news on my farm. For my 102.7 WMYW, I'm Dusty Sonnenberg. You have a great day.